we'll get we'll hop right into the lesson because we have a lot to cover this morning. So, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, um, for allowing us to wake up and start us on our way. We thank you, God, for this gathering here online, Father, um, to learn more about your word, um, training us to uh, to know how to approach your word, Father. Uh, we thank you, oh God, for those who are here and those who are about to hop on and um, those who might not be able to make it today. Um, so God, we thank you uh, for your word that is living and that is still relevant today, Father. So God, I pray for each individual, um, even after class during their study and meditation time, that you begin to illuminate the word of God to them, Father. So God, I bless you and I honor you in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so good morning, everybody, and welcome to uh, the first class of the New Testament survey. And so I'm, I'm excited uh, for those who are new, those who don't know me. My name is Camelia, and I serve as the elder of education. Um, so um, we started a program called TLC, Teach, Learn, and Chat. And this is our discipleship program. So I'm pretty excited um, about it. Um, we just got done with uh, a survey of the gospel, gospels. And that was a six month um, class, but don't worry, these classes are not gonna be that long. <laughs> um, we just uh, kind of took a different approach with it, uh, which wound up to be about six months. But this, this particular class here will probably be about just about two, about two months, so about eight weeks of studying. Um, I want to kind of go through some, I guess, preliminary um, things and uh, some housekeeping um, things so that we know uh, where to find information and where to um, find documents and things of that sort. So I'm gonna share my screen with you all for those who are new and may not know um, where to go for, for things. Okay, so I hope you can see my screen, the home page of the Institute, Institute page here. Um, and so we, once you type in institute.revivalcenterncc.org or you can get, get here from the Revival Center page as well, on the front page it says TLC and it will bring you here. Um, you can scroll down here. This is where you can register. This is where you can download um, a quick brochure of the class to know what the program is about, um, things that we're offering this year, um, and even running of 2022 actually. So we got quite a few classes here that we're going to be offering um, to you all. And of course you're able to, to take them um, uh, when they're um, available to you. Also, when you go down a little further, it talks about um, gives you a, um, a brief description of the um, Institute or of TLC. And then once you click here, there is a, there's a, a more detailed brochure or a manual that give you description, the mission, the purpose of TLC and a description of each class here. So that is available to you as well to download. And so the first um, classes that we're going to be taking is, is basically based on Bible content. So we're going to understand what is in the Bible um, and what the Bible is saying first. And then we're going to hop down to ministry preparation class, learning about salvation and church history and discipleship, spiritual gifts and that sort. So that's when we kind of get into our topical studies. And then after that, we'll get into uh, life application classes. Um, so that is available for you to look at um, on the um, Institute page. Um, you get able to see kind of bo the books that we kind of use throughout the years. And so when you go to course offered, um, you're able to see the upcoming class. So of course you all probably seen this, the New Testament survey, you can register. Now there's a button here that's a view class. I added that. Um, so it takes you inside the class um, where you can um, uh, go through, go to the individual lessons. And so today will be lesson one, and then you click there. And then once, once this class is over, 
um, the video will be available right here for you to watch. And then once we start doing more classes, you're able to jump to uh, jump to um, any class and then a description and then whatever documents that I'm using, you're able to download them here, okay? And it will take you to a Dropbox link um, where you're able to download the presentation and you're able to download the charts that are available. Um, now, if you are um, old school and probably need paper, um, reach out to me um, if you need paper. Um, and so I'll try to uh, get that to you the best way I can. Once you scroll down, for those who are on the good old level three, <laughs> there your assignments will be posted on the site uh, and also uh, mentioned in class and you uh, have the opportunity to submit your assignments here um, if there's any written assignments. Now, for those who may miss the class or have to view it later, um, there is a form that you must fill out in order to receive credit uh, for the class. You just put your name and the class that you're viewing the day that you view the class and uh, put some points from the class. Um, if I mention any scripture, um, put that in the text so I know that you actually watched, uh, watched the class. So there'll be no more of just telling me that you actually watched the class. Now I have proof <laughs> that you watched the class. So this will be sent to me, okay? So I just wanted to just kind of, this site is pretty simple, but I just wanted to walk people through to know where to find the lessons and things of that sort. And even if you want to view past lessons, it's all available under um, courses offered. So if you scroll down more, you'll be able to see all the other classes as well. Um, Bible study methods, survey of the gospel, all the classes even taught by Ron um, when we first started. Um, so you're able to view those classes too. And if you wanna receive some type of credit, there's a form on, on each class as well. So any questions about the site? It's pretty much straightforward, but just wanna make sure everybody. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know if this is a question about the site, but um, ever since you mentioned the levels, I've been trying to figure out how do you know what level you're on? Cause I don't recall selecting any level. Yeah, I, I added the level kind of later on. So if you registered early, you didn't see the um, levels, but let me go, let me um, give you kind of a description of the levels. Um, so here it is on the uh, registration page. So level one is that you're, you come into class, you, you watch class, um, you may participate in discussion or you may not. So that's level one. Level two is you come to class and you participate um, in the discussion and you do the reading assignment as well. And then level three is you come to class, you participate, you do the reading assignments and there will be some written assignments and maybe even test as well. So these are the levels that you're able to take the class. So um, if you did not, if you, when you registered and if you did not see this, and you want to kind of declare your level, you can send me a message or put it in the um, chat on what um, level you want to take the class. And I'll make sure to mark that um, in my little handy dandy attendance book now. <laughs> so I'm able to track <laughs> uh, what, what level that you want to take the class, okay? Uh-huh. Yep, all right. Um, let me make sure I'm doing attendance here, um, let's see, I pretty much got everybody here, let me go, let's see here. Go down here. So for this class here, we have 23 people signed up for this class that registered, um, which is, is a pretty big class. I think this is probably the biggest class that we, we've had Okay, there's somebody named Zoom user. I don't know who that is. That's and, your sister. Oh, you had to be difficult and not put your name. Okay, all right, let's see here. It wouldn't allow <laughs> me to. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> okay, I got you. Uh, let's see here, who else? It was about to get um, the boot. You said what? Sister was about to get the boot. The boot, do you hear me? All right. <laughs> 
Uh, see, Cleo, you're on here twice. So is that Jamal on uh, under yours? One of yours? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Well, Jamal, of course, didn't register, so I didn't add. I didn't have him on there, so I'll make sure to add him to the class. Um, let's see who else. I think I got pretty much everybody here. So I want to welcome you all. Just missing a few people, but uh, hopefully they stroll on in here. Um, so for, for those who still need books, we're ordering more books. Um, there are two left at the church. Let me turn this off here. There are, there are two more books left at the church. And so we have to order some more. So if you want your books sent to you, um, drop me a message with your address and we'll send it to you. But if you can, if you want to wait until we get some more in and pick it up at the church, that is um, an option as well. Okay, um, I know I'm sending uh, quite a few out uh, via mail, so just let me know. It'll be coming straight from Amazon, so you'll get it in like two days, two or three days. So it's not going to be, you know, snail mail or whatever. Um, yeah, so if you still needed a book, just, just message me and let me know. Okay, so if there aren't any more questions, we are going to hop right into the lesson. All right, let me get this up and going. Uh, okay, hold on, let me check the. All right, I see people paper. Okay, people. Sonny, you old school. Need paper documents? I got you. <laughs> All right, uh, we got some froggy people who want to take it at level three. So. All right, all right, y'all. Y'all want to take it level three? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna change my level. Is there a level? Is there a level zero I can fit? I said any preschool level. Um, <laughs> I, I get it. I understand. I understand. But if you are in leadership. Nah, you can't take it at level zero or level one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, no, I get it. I get it. Because there's some classes I'm taking. Uh, we're taking uh, the book of Revelation and the book of Mark. And everybody in that class taking it at level three. And I did not raise my hand. I said, no, nah, child, I ain't taking no Revelation class at level three. But they put me in there anyways. But I did not put my name on that list. Uh, but I, I get it. So... <laughs> you're not a charter member now nah, you <laughs> you would have done me too you would have been nah you ain't no no level one getting this level three <laughs> yeah come on here to level three <laughs> come on out here in the trenches so no it's, it's not gonna be too bad i'm gonna uh, be easy on y'all this one since since this is kind of a new thing of, of levels or whatnot so uh all right so let's hop into the lesson here. All right, you guys see the PowerPoint? I don't know, hold on, let me, let me share, reshare that, hold on. So I didn't like how that popped up. Okay, hold on, one second, there we go. Okay, so I don't have any presentation mode because there's some things I wanna kind of zoom in and I can't do that in presentation mode. So I'm a, you guys can see my PowerPoint, right? Let me know. Yes, can't. we can see it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. And um, if you want on the Institute page, the, the PowerPoint is available. So you're able to follow along um, in the PowerPoint. Okay. So I see that uh, many of you all are actually, you know, got books and paper and ready to write. That is great. That is great because you want to be able to take notes and write things down. And if you um, ever have questions, uh, you could definitely shoot me a message um, either on email or if we're friends on Facebook, you can message me uh, through the messenger. I'm trying to do better at answering messages. Um, so don't be offended if I don't answer right away. Um, yeah, I'm trying to do better at that, so. All right, so. 
um, to give you guys kind of an overview of, of how this um, program is now set up, um, you're able to uh, see how the Bible content kind of falls in line. And so the first, I guess, 2021, we're going to be uh, really hitting on Bible content and structure. So just learning how the Bible is set up, what's in each book of the Bible, the historical context behind um, each book of the Bible, learn about the author and special considerations and all that stuff. So, so far we've taken intro to the Bible. Uh, we took that in 2019. And this class is going to be taught again, um, starting in March on Monday nights at 7 p.m. So if you're available, you can take the class. If you need to retake it, you can. Um, I took this class so many times and every time I, I, I took the class, I learned something new. So you're able to take that. We did Bible study methods um, a class ago before um, the gospels, we did Bible study methods um, learned about various ways on how to approach the Bible. Um, so then we hopped from there, we went to straight to survey of the gospels. And so we were, we were supposed to do New Testament survey before the survey of the gospels, but um, you know, that's just how it kind of failed, but it's all, it's all good. Um, so now we're taking uh, New Testament of the survey. And so this is, this is how kind of the structure is. It, you do a 30,000 uh, view in the air, and then you're able to break down, able to um, handle the Bible in chunks. And so once you've done the kind of the, the basic classes, and then we go down a little further. So for the New Testament, you, you break down the books um, into divisions. So you do survey of the gospels, and then you do the history of Acts, you do Pauline epistles, you do general epistles, and then you do survey the New Testament prophecy, which is the book of Revelation, okay? And then from Old Testament, that's the class we're gonna take after New Testament. And then it's broken down into, into more divisions, survey of the Pentateuch, um, survey of poetry, survey of prophets, and then we're gonna do a class on history of the Jews, okay? Um, and then we eventually would do church history, and then we'll do a class of hermeneutics. So about time you get to this point, you should be kind of familiar with some hermeneutical principles. Um, but this one um, is a pretty, it's a pretty advanced class. It's a class that they actually teach in college. And so you guys are going to get um, a taste of what they do in seminary and all that stuff. But it's going to be, it's going to be uh, something that it's, uh, it's attainable. It's not too advanced or whatnot, I try to break it down. Um, as much as possible, okay? So any questions about the content and structure classes? Okay, um, so these classes are done before we can get into the topical study. We gotta learn what's in the Bible first um, before we can deal with the, um, with the topics of, um, you know, spiritual gifts and worship and all that stuff, okay? All right, so for this class here, um, this class um, is taking over eight weeks. So it might take us a little bit longer, probably I'm, I'm saying eight to 10 weeks probably. So I'm giving us room just in case I'm not able to get through all of the information um, in one class. So I uh, gave myself a little cushion room. But this week here is, um, is the introduction and overview. Um, if you did not, I know that um, there's a good number of us who do, who do not have books. So if you don't have a book um, this week, don't worry. Um, you're able to catch up on the reading. Um, yep, that's a misprint. Um, it won't let me correct it. Okay, because I see a word spelled wrong. Ah, there we go. Um, and so this week we're just doing um, introduction and overview of the book. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit um, in the book on the intro and overview. So the next, and then the next two weeks after that, we're going to be hitting the gospels. Since we already came out of the survey of the gospels, you guys should be experts on the gospels. So uh, we should be able to fly through those uh, these weeks. Um, if you want to 
you know, uh, be an overachiever, go ahead and look back at your notes on the Gospels and be ready to answer some some questions. And you um, may be able to even help me teach the class. So uh, definitely be ready for that. On week four, we will look at the book of Acts. Um, week five, we will do the early and major epistles. Um, week six, we'll do the prison and pastoral epistles. Week seven, we'll do the general epistles. And week eight, we will do revelation. Okay. So if you have your book, um, if you don't have your book, I'm going to um, show you um, um, how the book is set up here. So I hope, hopefully you guys can see my Kindle reader here. Because um, I, I believe how he, how the author grouped the book is, is very important. And I'm going to be mentioning the way that he grouped it um, throughout the class. And so um, for the gospels here, he called it the new covenant instituted. And so this is when the new covenant is being introduced to the people of Israel. And so, um, and so this is the, basically the kind of the rollout for the new covenant. They have an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. Their standard of salvation is just to believe that he is the Messiah. And it was only offered to the Jews at this point, okay? Um, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John really talks about how, uh, uh, about Jesus's teachings and about the, the kingdom living that Jesus was introducing to um, to the, um, to the people of Israel. Okay. The next section of Acts is called the new covenant proclaimed. And so that means that, um, the gospel, um, what was being preached, um, throughout the land. And so that's what we get, um, in the book of Acts, we get a record of how the gospel was being, were, uh, was being moved, um, throughout the land. So another word for proclaim is preached. Okay. After that is the new covenant explained. And so the epistles um, is um, teachings for the church, okay? This is where we um, should get our, our teachings from. It is the, um, is the epistles, okay? Are the epistles, sorry. Um, and so this is, this is where we get uh, a lot of explanation on justification and sanctification, a lot of um, practical things that we may deal with marriage and family and how to deal with persecution, how to deal with uh, believers only and how to love one another as disciples and things of that sort. You get your instructions from the, the epistles. What Paul does, he takes Jesus's teachings and he expands it and he teaches, um, he teaches it to the church, okay? So he's just grabbing what, what Jesus was teaching to, to Israel and bring it over to the church, okay? Um, and then after New Testament explained is New Testament fulfilled in Revelation. So that's when uh, we get the picture of the rapture. We get even more church history in chapters two and three. Uh, it actually talks about today's time in Revelation. And also um, things are going to happen in tribulation. So, um, so that's how the the uh, the author breaks down the New Testament. So New Testament instituted, New Testament proclaimed, New Testament, I mean, a new covenant, I'm sorry. So new covenant instituted, uh, new covenant proclaimed, uh, new covenant explained and new covenant fulfilled, okay? That's how it's broken down, okay? So I want you guys to make sure you keep that in mind when approaching approaching the book, okay? So any questions about that? All right, we'll make sure that we expand more, of course, when we're, you know, going through the lessons. So um, quiz, pop quiz. How many books are in the New Testament? 27. 27. 27. OK, sound like my level three people. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so there are 27 books in the uh, Protestant Bible. Bonus point, what do I mean by Protestant? The Protestant Bible um, was put together by the um, early fathers and it's a, canonic, a canonical, I can't pronounce that thing mm -hmm. because there's yeah. a, 
also a group of books that were called the hidden books, the Apocrypha. So these were the books accepted into the canon. That's a short There you go. There you go. <laughs> so these, Come on, Elder. Right. Hey, she, she was working it out. I was letting, letting her work it out. So yes. So the Protestant actually, um, the Protestant religion is, is kind of what we're under. So that's where we get all the denominations. So if you count the denominations today, there are about 50,000 denominations that exist in the world. And that's all under Protestant, okay? And the umbrella of Protestant is, is um, Christianity. So you got Christianity and then under, under Christianity, you got Protestant and Catholic, okay? So Protestant, they have their own Bible and the, the Catholics, they have actually two Bibles. Um, they have the Orthodox Bible and they have the Roman Catholic Bible, okay? Um, here in America, actually, our Bible was kind of different from um, Protestants, um, like in Europe. They have a little bit, they have a few more um, books of the Bible than we do, okay? So, yeah, so when you, when you hear me say the word Protestant, you know that I'm talking about, I guess you could say Christianity here in, in America, okay? Because our book, we only have 66 books in our Bible, Whereas other Protestants, they have a little bit more, okay? And we're going to talk about why they have more than we do, okay? Um, and so here is the list of the New Testament books. And they are in, uh, like she said, a canonical order. Um, it's not in chronological order, meaning time, um, time of event, but it's in, the, it's in a thematic order, so that's how we got our Bible. So um, Jesus' life is first, then talks about the intro to the church through Acts. Then it gives the letters um, of Pauline letters here. And then it jumps to the general epistles and then the book of Revelation. So this, that, that's how it's kind of grouped. Okay. Any questions? Okay, cool. Cool beans. All right. So um, since we have a, uh, quite a few uh, new people in the class, which is amazing, I want to kind of just give you a synopsis of what is a disciple. So we, we throw that word around a lot in church. And so now we need to understand kind of the stipulation of being a disciple and um, to see if this is something that you, you, know, you want to do because we can't force you into discipleship. What we can do is just introduce it to you um, and to see if this is something that God is calling you to, to do. Um, now, if you are saved, you will hear the call to discipleship, okay? So I'm going to talk about that um, a little bit more. So it says, as disciples of Christ, it is important to know and understand the concept of scriptures. We have been taught so many approaches to scripture, and it still doesn't feel like it works. So the goal of this course is to help those who have never read the Bible or have not done any external re research to understand how we got the Bible in the first place, okay? So here's the chart that I, that I wanted to show you all. Um, when you... Um, uh, are saved. Let me go to my notes here. When you are saved here, you're, you start at step one, salvation by faith. Okay. Um, and so once you are saved, um, you really didn't have a choice whether or not you're, you're going to be saved. Um, you were chosen before the foundations of the world. Okay. And so, um, when uh, you come into a realization that you have been saved, that's when um, Jesus began to draw you um, to him, okay? Uh, so when you're, when you're at the salvation level, now you must decide to make, you must make a decision to surrender and submit to him as a disciple. So you receive Jesus as um, your savior, but now is to now it's time to receive him as your Lord. Okay, so this is when you start submitting your um, your way of thinking, the way that you perceive the world, the way that you perceive life. You begin to throw that out, and you begin to learn about the way that Jesus Christ wants you to live as his disciple, okay? And I'll let you know that it's totally different from the way the world looks at things, okay? 
the, the way that God looks at things is totally different from the way the world look at things. And um, so we have to really be mindful of that, um, of his teachings, so we, can, so we know how to approach, um, how to we, we approach various situations that happens in, in our lives, okay? And we get our instructions from scriptures, okay? So then um, the disciple must be committed to the systematic, let's see here, to the systematic and authoritative spiritual teachings, okay? So, um, so when Jesus was training his disciples, how long did he train his disciples for? Three years. For three years, okay? He didn't just throw them out there to minister. He didn't just give them a title when they became saved. He trained them for three years, okay? And that's one thing that we are missing in church. We're missing the training component um, in church. Uh, we have Bible study, we got Sunday services, but there, there is no dedicated systematic teaching when it comes to, to training. And so with Jesus, he Mayor, trained. Mayor. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Wouldn't you say that even that three years with the way we do things is probably a half a lifetime with how we function now because they spent every waking yeah that's that was my next sentence like yeah yeah they spent now you good you're good <laughs> they spent every day with jesus from morning noon to night and we spend uh hour to a week two or three hours a week and then we 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 cried that we had church too much and I, we're just so overwhelmed and stretched and all this stuff and it's just like you're only dedicating two to three hours a week and but just think of jesus coming to you and then he's making basically when you when you become a disciple um you're giving up everything to follow under this teaching discipleship was a way it was a way of living in um in the jewish world so jesus didn't start discipleship um there were um discipleship started actually back um, in the book of Exodus. And so discipleship, it was, it was a normal thing. So if you are um, under a teacher, um, basically you spent morning, noon and night with them. And people, we, 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 we cry when we, when we ask to you know, stay another day and, and hop online to learn something. That means you, know, you ain't ready for Jesus' discipleship. <laughs> You're not ready. So, um, and so, yeah. Um, so you must submit yourself through uh, systematic teaching. So Jesus, he taught, um, go ahead, Miss Eva. Yeah, because what you said is very important when you talk about your discipleship and back mm -hmm. in Exodus, even when you come through uh, that time uh, period, there was the school of the prophets. So yeah. there those prophets that hung with their mentors and hung around them when you take the Elijah and Elijah's. So there was also, again, you know, a school uh, in the Old Testament where there was discipleship going on. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. And so what Jesus did was he taught doctrine in one part of the day, and then the next minute they're being tested on what they learned. And so, uh, and so this was kind of an everyday thing. We see it. Jesus is doing a teaching. He's teaching a parable or whatnot. And then all of a sudden, um, he's doing a lesson on it. And he got frustrated to a point. He was like, how long must I be with y'all? Y'all not going to get this? The, what I'm teaching, I'm teaching this every day. And you're still not getting it. So imagine if they're get, receiving this teaching every day and not getting it. And we only come to church two, two to three, you know, hours. Just imagine how much we're missing because we're not really getting the full teaching or whatnot. So um, I, I applaud you all to, to make this step um, into discipleship. Um, you know, as the years go by, we may be even adding more days of the week. And so this year is our, you know, test run of adding another TLC day or whatnot. So um, and it, you're not forced to take these classes. This is a this is an option. This is something that um, you may be feeling the Lord pulling you to. Um, you may feel like um, I need to learn more of, of scriptures. I need to learn more of the Bible. Um, 
this is a way for you to learn more of the Bible. Um, this is not just a Bible study, this is a Bible training. So we're gonna teach you how to read the Bible um, to the point where um, you can do this by yourself. You can study um, by yourself, okay? And so once, once you are receiving training, once you are um, you know, in the, the motion of things, then you'll be trained in other spiritual disciplines, prayer, worship, meditation, fasting, and solitude. So that's where the ministry preparation classes come in, okay? And then once you are you know, a seasoned disciple, you've been in this, in this for a while, you've dedicated your, your life to, to God as him being the Lord of your life, and then you're um, in a position now to recognize truth, okay? So now you're able to discern the things of the world versus the things of God, okay? Because now you have, a, you have an understanding of Bible content and structure. You're able, to, uh, you're able to take what you've learned and apply it to your life and things of that sort, okay? So that's kind of the steps of, um, it's called you shall know the truth, okay? And it comes actually the center, the center scripture. Um, it comes from John 8, 30 and 32. I wonder if that's my next slide. Yep, it is. It says, as he spoke these things, many came to came to believe in him. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who have believed in him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So you kind of see all the levels here. Uh, for those that believe, that's salvation, okay? They believed in him. And he said, if you continue in my word, that's, that's moving from the level of just believing and actually being his disciples. So if you continue, then you are truly disciples of mine. So if you flip this in a negative way, you, it says, if you don't continue in my word, then you are not a disciple of mine. Ain't that something? And so, so if you're not in his word studying, you might want to look and see if you're a disciple or not. But Jesus says it clearly right here. If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. And then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. See, your position of learning, uh, of knowing the truth, okay? So you see all kind of five steps here, five or six steps right in this um, scripture here. Um. So um, I know many of you all seen this chart before, but in this chart here, the black line here is a non-believer. So they just rejects uh, Jesus, Jesus as Lord and Savior. And the believer is the red line. So they're in the world. They're not in the world. They kind of go back and forth. And they're not really stable. And we, we've, I know I've been there and we probably know people who are there. Um, maybe we're just now coming out of there. And so, you know, we kind of dibble dabble here and there, but we're not really committed to the Lord. We go to a Sunday service or whatnot, but we really don't pick up our Bible until we get to church. Okay. So that is kind of, that is uh, what we consider a believer. Now they're saved, but they're not a disciple. Okay. All right. So when, once you become a disciple, uh, once you um, obtain knowledge in God's word, then you are positioned to live holy and righteous and um, commit faithful service to God, okay? As you begin to uh, accelerate, as you begin the trajectory of moving up, um, you, you're learning how to live holy and righteous and how to effectively serve the Lord, okay? All right, um, let's see here. So the disciples used scriptures and were learners of Jesus Christ. They dedicated their whole lives of study and learning the word, and we must do the same. Now, the, the, the downfall that we have is that um, with, with Israel, they're not, their K-12 was scripture. Our K-12 is not scripture. We have to de solely depend on the church to learn scripture. And if, if the church is not teaching scripture, then we're already at a deficit, okay? Um, so we have to work a little harder as a disciple, okay? And, um, and so it says, we are familiar with the mandate that Jesus had given his disciples before ascending into heaven. In Acts 1 and 6, he gave them a mandate saying, 
So when they have come together, they were asking him saying, Lord, is it at this time you are restoring the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the epoch uh, which the father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and even the remotest parts of the earth, okay? So that is, that is the mandate that Jesus gave his disciples. Now, the way that they do discipleship is kind of different than the way we do it. We're not, we don't have to go to Judea and Samaria and even the remotest parts of the earth. We, we lean, um, we, there's a scripture in Matthew 28 and um, 18, depending on the translation you're looking at, it says, as you go, make disciples and so that is that is our our um kind of our motivation as we, as we are are living our lives as we are um communicating with one another as we are um in the church we are supposed to be his example and to the point where we are um in a position once we are learning to be a disciple and we're advanced in discipleship, then we should be in a position of teaching. Because the only way you can make a disciple is teaching them. He says, go make, go therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to, to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age or end of the church age. Okay. So that is kind of our mandate um, as disciples. So Jesus had passed his baton to his disciples before ascending to heaven, and he gave us the assignment to make disciples. So how do we make disciples? By teaching them, okay? Any questions so far in that? All right, I don't have a question, um, but yep. uh, a comment, as I, listen to what you were saying about how long people were, you know, embedded in Bible study and, you know, how it was their K through 12 and everything. It just yeah. makes me all the more sad that a lot of our churches, even the pastor or the minister will only give a text of one or two scriptures. I yeah. mean, uh, that's kind of sad that people are only getting one or two verses of the Bible over an entire week and not yeah. reading themselves. Right, yeah. And, and, more, and, and, and uh, <laughs> more than likely when they're, when they're taking the text, they're, they're, they're preaching it out of context anyway. So we're even, <laughs> we're even in a more deficit. Lord have mercy. So yeah, I, I was gonna give an example, but I won't be shady, but yeah. So yeah, so they're, they're preaching it out of context. So we're even more at a more deficit. So yeah, it's, it's sad and it's scary at the same time. And even if they're preaching out of that spotlight, because let's just be honest, people get, we people aren't conditioned to sit there and really listen to nobody go for a long time when it comes to that anyway. So even if he he or she preaches two scriptures a week and let's say they have three services you know so right. they have about six scriptures a week even if he is in context it's still not just from whoever's up there doing their job even if they're doing it correctly it's still going to be the responsibility of that student to start to get involved more so that they can get more you know what i mean so right. it's still put on everybody not just the preacher you know it, it was it, it was something that i'm like i want more than this yeah but i can't say like oh you know like they didn't preach me right you know what i mean um so i think it's it's something that we're going to want to have to want more of and when we get it we'll go after it but we don't we're content with two verses you know what I mean? And that's it. But there's nothing wrong with the preacher getting up for the only the 30 minutes that we're going to pay attention to and say that that's sad on his or her part. You know, it's sad yeah. that we're not offering more in-depth teaching like TLC right. or right. You know, uh, I know Sonny them starting a um, a uh, what they call them, a life class, no, a passion class that's centered around teaching. You know what I mean? And then people don't sign up for that. So that's the you know what I mean? But I don't want to throw that on the, the preacher who only Right, did. yeah. So it's not, yeah, technically throwing it on the preacher. 
It's just the fact that wherever they are, they don't have, like you said, avenues like this teaching in depth. Um, because when you do come together uh, in scripture, you, you know, uh, when they got together, they're talking scripture or whatnot. So they're, they're doing that deep teaching. Um, and then when we um, apply it to our worship setting today, uh, we should be able to recall the things that we've been taught. But the thing is, they're not, they're not doing this type of in-depth teaching. So there's nothing wrong of a, of a pre, uh, I'm not going to use the word preacher anymore, um, of a minister giving a sermon um, because a, ser a sermon is basically word of encouragement. Um, but we have to, uh, as disciples, we have to do more. We have to uh, take what he's saying and be able to judge it, be able to compare it to scripture and all that stuff. And that, and we're not taught how to do that. Go ahead, Ms. Eva. Uh, I just wanted to say that, you know, I, I'm just going to throw a bone in this. <laughs> oh boy. Because uh, um, the church as we know it or the church as we call it, and the things we do have been nothing but a pattern and a mode over time. Mm -hmm. And if we really look at what uh, I'll draw from scripture on what we call the church, there was more of teaching going on. What we're calling the church today, and if you look at it coming back from the mode of singing and everybody, he got a sermon and preaching and it's not the, uh, the man or woman's responsibility. And we say that only because we are used to following a pattern. What we mm -hmm. see today is nothing, a pattern that has been a pattern over time from the various denominations onto where, where we are now. Yes, words of encouragement. But then, too, when, we, when, when the house or the people come together is a place, too, that from A to B to help them to learn and to teach and show how to continue on in study. But that's not what we get. We get we get a sermon, we get we get clapping, we get hollering, we get screaming, we get jumping up and down, we get feel good, but then leave out of a place of what we're calling encouragement to a place going back to a place that uh, 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 you have no uh, uh, you're no better than you was when you when you got there that morning. And I know I'm throwing a bone in it, but we call church what we used to seeing and what we've gone through ourselves. It's the same old pattern. Go back through history. Same old pattern, but we call that church. Right. Go ahead, Khalil. Uh, I just wanted to ask, um, do you think we'll ever return to the original way that they did church or is the culture that we have now, is it, will it always be like this? I can't say for the, um, the universal church, um, but as far as local churches, what we can do where we're at, we have the ability to uh, basically do what the Lord um, is instructing us to do. And so once we come into truth like this, we have a responsibility whether to carry it out or whether to, to continue in the lane that we've been going in. And so as far as the universal church, they have to come into the truth. So that's why you guys are so important um, as uh, becoming disciples so that you can minister. But right now in this training, and when you're when you're starting training, please do not run out there and start debates <laughs> because you are still in training mode. OK, Jesus told his disciples, don't go left, don't go right, don't go to Samaria, don't go here because they weren't ready and it wasn't time for them to receive the gospel. So when we're when we uh, when we talk about the universal church. There may be opportunities, there may be little pockets that you can, but we have to use discernment. We have to use discernment. Yeah. Any other questions or comments? You got one in the comment section. Oh, okay. I can't see my comments here. Let me see here. Because I'm in presentation mode. Sonny said, and debate and defense are two different words. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. 
That's true. Go ahead. And she also declared she's a charter. She's a what? Charter member. Charter member. <laughs> she's a partner. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. But the thing is, you have to you have to know what you're defending, and that's the problem. We don't know, so we get in these debates, but we don't even. No, <laughs> right. We don't even know, <laughs> and so we're just saying. right. And I guess I was just saying because you're because we'll go into, you know, uh, almost arguments, and it's yeah. like well, you know, debating and defense is two different things. Don't go out there just because you want to be right. Like, right. what's the purpose? What's the purpose of us, us even engaging in that type of conversation? Is so that people see the truth, not so we make them feel small. Right, right. And that's basically uh, just about the main motive of people getting in arguments to show right. that they're right. <laughs> right. They're not doing right. it for the advancement of the kingdom. No, they don't right. have that in mind. They, they want to be right. They want followers. They want people to look to them to have more knowledge and all that stuff. And they're doing it for the wrong reasons. And at the end of the day, they always get chewed up anyway or get lost in people's debate because they just don't know how to discern truth from lies. So, yeah, yep. All right, let's continue on here. It's 1020, I got 10 minutes. I wanna be respectful of people's time. I'm gonna go through this levels of discipleship really quick and then um, huh, probably touch on the New Testament class. I knew this was gonna happen that we weren't able to get into it but I really wanted to talk about discipleship because we have new people um, coming in so I want them to at least know what's discipleship what's uh, discipleship is about okay um, so the levels of discipleship so once you become a disciple you must be trained and we talk about that uh, they must be trained on how to study the word of God they must show that they are ready to be a continuous learner of Jesus Christ. The disciple of Jesus Christ had to learn his ways and his priorities. This is coming. This is a process from moving from the milk to the meat. Okay. And we see that in Hebrews chapter five and 11, it says about this, we have much to say, and it's hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing for though by this time you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you again, the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child but solid food is for the mature for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil okay so this is the this is what this training is about it's moving you from the milk to the solid food milk to the meat so you're able to distinguish what is good from evil um and so that's the part of the training. So the next is the disciple must be, must always study the word of God. So we're not, I'm not teaching you uh, what's right and what's wrong to the point where I'm just feeding you my conviction. I'm, I'm going to present to you both sides of an argument. And then you're able to go back to study to see, and the Holy Spirit will begin to illuminate what's right to you. Okay. I hope you understand my, the statement that I just made. I don't want for, for, for you all to just, to just say, I knew the hands would fly up. <laughs> I don't want for you all just to, to say, well, Camille said, Camille said, no, no, no. I, I want for you to get the word for yourself. So I'm going to show you how to study so that the Holy spirit can illuminate the truth. Go ahead to Maya. Um, hi, yes. Can you go back to the slide um, above this one? Sure. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, Khalil, go ahead. Accident. Oh, the accident. Okay, 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 cool. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm, we're giving you the tools on how to study the word of God, okay? You good, Tamaya? Yes, thank you. Okay, um, let's see here. I'm going to hop to number three. It says disciple um, must be mentored, okay? So Jesus, he, he gave uh, uh, gifts. He gave um, uh, 
the, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, uh, the shepherds in order to train the people of God. And so in this, um, we, we te- we're um, mentoring you, we're, we're helping you to grow um, in God. Okay, and so Ephesians, like I said, in Ephesians four and twelve, he gave he gave these positions, he gave uh, these gifts for the equipping of the saints and the work of service, and to build up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to the mature man to the measure and stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. So our job as leaders is to uh, bring you bring us all into the unity of faith that we're all on the same page when it comes to the things of God, okay? And then, let me see, I think I had a note for that one. Let's see. Mentor, okay, yeah, it says everyone needs someone um, who is spiritually mature um, to know how to carry themselves in everyday practical living. So this is what the church is called to do, to build one another up hold each other accountable to the things of Jesus Christ, okay? Um, You may have a direct mentor, you may have an indirect mentor. You may just see somebody from afar that you admire because you see how they handle situations in life. Um, And then you may have a direct mentor that someone is helping you um, through your situations in life, okay? Um, And the last one is modeling, okay? before Jesus released the disciples to fish, he had to teach them how to fish and show them how to fish. The disciples finally placed in the position where they can preach and teach the gospel and to help others to become disciples. Second um, Timothy 2, it says, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust these to faithful people who will be able to teach others also. So as disciples, you will get to a point when you're able to teach one another. So as disciples, you will hear, as believers, you will hear the call um, to discipleship. You will hear the call to teach and you will hear the call to preach. So when I say teach, I'm not talking about office. I'm talking about the the spirit of teaching, the gift of teaching. Um, there, there will be some that will hear the, uh, the call to office, or they may hear uh, the call to office to teach, or the call uh, the office to, to shepherd, okay? Um, yeah. All right. Any questions about that? Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I All have right. a quick question. Sure. Can you kind of give an overview of what it what is what's the difference between being called to teach and being called to preach oh okay yep so um being called to preach is um preaching the gospel um the gospel is the power of god unto salvation so you're 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 um as you are going throughout life um you may have to witness to somebody and you are preach, you're um, helping them walk through the steps of salvation. You may, um, because when when you're doing um, preaching, it's very, it's very, it's a personal thing. Um, you may uh, talk to somebody, and you may talk about you know your your life experience and how you got to Christ. And they may feel convicted. They may feel that pulling um, from God. And you're able to, to teach, uh, to, to talk about the, the burial, the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, because that is the gospel, talking about the, the, the burial, the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and also to be able to walk them through the steps of salvation, Romans 10, 9 and 10. Um, and so that is uh, preaching preaching the gospel. That's it. So what we see on Sundays with people standing up and preaching from a pulpit, that's not preaching. That's actually being sermonic because they're giving a word of encouragement. Um, and so we kind of, we got this whole preaching thing kind of kind of mixed up. Um, we think if you are called to preach, they equate that to office as far as this is a, a special calling that only some will hear, and it's not. It's actually, if you're, if you're a believer, you will hear the call 
to 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 preach the word of reconciliation. Um, we will we will uh, be called into the ministry of reconciliation, reconciling the world back to Christ. So that's preaching, and then teaching is getting getting once you once you. Um, win this person over, then you should be able to walk them through scripture. You should be able to teach them. And so that's kind of the difference. So preaching is just kind of getting them to the door, but teaching is bringing them into the building and able to, to show them the things of God. Okay. So it's really being able, being able to define and understanding these different words. Right. Yes. Yeah. Learning is that we have just, because when I grew up, you're not preaching till you hooping. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's like, oh, Negro, you preaching. And it's like, wait, like, no, the hoop doesn't determine the preaching because you can be hollering and still be having the same teaching notes. And then somebody like, oh, well, he ain't preaching no more. I mean, he ain't teaching no more because he hooping. It's like, no, it's not because it's, he's just loud now or he's hooping, so that makes him preaching. You know, and yeah. like it's going into you walking them through these principles and stuff that's separating the teaching from the preaching. And one is dealing with salvation and preaching this gospel. And then the other one is actually teaching these concepts and precepts of right. gospel that you just introduced them to. You know, right. it, just, it digs into there. Yeah, good. good. Like, like, I'm, I'm preaching. I feel like preaching now. Like, Nick, I mean, no. man, no. no. <laughs> Any, anybody else want to put their input? You just get right. the album, brother man. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, that's kind. Of, that's the 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 difference. What I'm going to do is I have a um a terminology chart that explains the difference between preaching and teaching and prophesying and learning uh other terms as well. I will put that in the Dropbox. Okay. Um, I know exactly where it is. So after this class, I'll drop it in the Dropbox so that we can at least have a working definition, looking at the Greek and all that stuff. So, and um, example scriptures as well, okay? Well, Marquis said, he gonna love that. Come on here. Ah, yes. Marquis, <laughs> he's my fellow word studier. Right, right. Word study. <laughs> all right, any other questions? Okay, it is 9.32. Uh, does someone does someone have a question? I'm sorry. No, that was me. I just said that was a good class. Oh, bless you, Sister Mary. So glad, so glad to see you on. <laughs> yes, Paige. Uh, that was an accident, Nana. My bad. Okay. Well, it's good to see you on Paige. Amen. <laughs> um, somebody asked. Somebody asked about the Dropbox. They said, oh, we have uh, Eric Copeland said, I didn't know we had a drop. Oh, off. Eric, you're on. Hello, Eric. So um, on the Institute page, let me see here. Uh, let me see. Let me get out of here. All right. So on the Institute page, when you go to um, course offer and then you go to um, the class, it says view class here. And then you go to um, lesson one. So that's the lesson that we're doing today. There is a place on the page that says download course content here. And it will lead you to a Dropbox page where all the documents, even the presentation that I'm doing today is available. So we're gonna go through all these charts next week. Okay, so you, you guys can go ahead and view them. Um, but uh, we'll go through all the charts next week. Um, actually, when you're doing your reading, a lot of these charts is going to help you understand what the author is talking about. Okay. So, yep, that's, uh, that's where all the charts Which are Which one was the chart you did today? Because I was, I was clicking on them, trying to pull it up, because the way you do in presentation mode today, I couldn't go back and forth from my notes. So I was trying to find it. Uh, which one did you click on to pull that up? Like this actual overview that we're doing. Come on, this one? No, because you just, didn't you say the whole presentation you did today is on there, right? Right. Which one? Oh, the one, the one is a, it's a. Uh, I've been trying to click on one. It was not pulling it up. Uh, 
it's called like I think it's like this one right here. Ah, uh, got it. Okay, got yeah, it. I see yeah, that. Yeah. That's Thank the presentation. Um, I'm gonna need that saying like a uh, like a text message or something like that. Uh, that was <laughs> a right, lot. <laughs> yep. Actually, Appreciate yep. It. I'm gonna do that. I'm going to um, send it in an email. Um, the direct link to the Dropbox. How about that? That would okay. be perfect. And we All bless right. God. Thank you. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> that, that'll work. I got y'all. I got y'all. So. All right. Um, any other questions and things of that sort? Okay, so next week we'll actually jump into the lesson, <laughs> a New Testament survey, but I just wanted to do um, an intro to discipleship to let you all know what discipleship is about. And if this is a, a path that you want to go, because like I said, discipleship is a choice. You're not forced into it. God will call you into discipleship, but it's up to you whether or not you hear the call to discipleship, okay? Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll do that next week. I wanna make sure that I have everybody marked. Let's see here. Um, I got um, Bobby, I got Eric, I got um, Eva, I got Khalil, um, I got uh, Toya, I got Lindsay, I got Marquise. Mary, Paige, uh, Patricia, Ramona, Renee, Samuel, Sharon, Sonny, Tamaya, Tammy, Tracy, and Wayman. Anybody else that I miss? Hey, Camille. Um, Mariel said that she had a hard time logging in. Um, so I told her just go rewatch oh, okay. the class, and I told her you'll you contact her. Okay, okay. Did she register for class? I was waiting for her uh, registration to come in. I I sent her the link, so I'm not sure. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'll I'll message her on Facebook then, just trying to walk her through or whatnot. So, okay, okay. Anybody else? All right, cool. The presentation will be available um later on today on the website if you want to rewatch it and things of that sort. So, um, so if there are any other questions, I will go ahead and pray out. Uh, Father God, we thank you um, for your word, God. We thank you for this opportunity that you've given us, oh God, to accept the call to discipleship that you um, have in mind to allow us to understand the things of God, um, the thoughts of God, the mind of God. And we thank you, oh God, for it because we didn't have to be chosen, oh God, um, but you chose us before the foundations of the world. And so we bless you and we honor you, God. So I pray, oh God, when when they leave, when um, everyone leaves this um, class, that they are motivated to, to read and motivated to learn more and ask questions and things of that sort. I thank you, oh God, for what you're doing in their lives. Um, great things are going to come um, from these people of God. Um, they're going to be able to, to see um, you um, clearly in your word, they're going to be able to understand and, and to be able to um, to understand good from evil. And so, God, I, I bless you um, and I praise you, God, for, for their walk and um, for their dedication. And I pray that we remain um, a tight group of people that we're able to encourage one another because this walk is not easy. And so we're going to need one another, one another to make it through God. So we thank you and we honor you. We give you all the praise and glory and honor in Jesus name. Amen. All right, you guys be blessed. And if you guys need, have any questions, just send them my way. Thank you, Elder Camelia. Thank you. Wonderful class. Thank you. Thank you.